0: Just a quick reminder for our Grave Talk listeners, this Tremors episode was originally the second half of our Texas Frightmare episode, so any references to Texas Frightmare will now be addressed in episode 11.
1: So Mark, what movie won our viewer choice poll?
2: We put out a poll on our social medias, and the movies we were going to have our listening audience vote on was Tremors, Drag Drag Me to Hell, Hell, and Babadook, and Tremors won.
0: We killed it! Fuck you!
2: <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad because I've I've wanted to talk about this one.
1: Yes, it is interesting to talk about it standalone since it's part of such a huge series. But uh, um, I'm excited to talk about it. I haven't I'd never seen it actually, or if I had seen it since I was a kid. Like, wait, I you
0: you don't remember seeing Tremors? I don't. Wow.
1: It wouldn't. It, I'm not a huge monster movie fan. And the more I watch them, the more I'm like, eh, all right. Um, so I don't think this ever piqued my interest as something that I would like actively search out. Um, but now that I've seen it, I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is not bad. There's some cheesy nineties movies or late eighties. I think he came out in 1990. So I was right. Yeah, it was, the, it was 90. I had to
0: check because, um, I was going to ask you guys, I was like, if you could be stuck on a roof with any, uh, nineties B list celebrity while basically avoiding getting eaten by worms, who would it be? And that was going to be my question for you guys at the beginning of this episode. But then I, because I originally I said 80s, and I was like, oh, yeah, I think this was 90s. So I had to look it up.
2: 1990.
1: Yeah, it was right on the, the border there.
2: I don't know who I'd pick, to be honest. I was, I was wondering about, like, what actor would I want to be stuck on a roof with? None. And then I was like, Kevin Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just be
1: alone, like the woman on the water tower?
2: <laughs> You'd prefer Zero Company. Yes. From, the, from Hollywood. Oh. Yeah. What did you say? Polly Shore.
1: Of course. Oh, Ben, that'd
0: be <laughs> so great. I don't know. That guy's got a lot of good stories, man. He's been a, he's done a lot.
2: So, Trimmer is 1990, directed by Ron Underwood, stars Kevin Bacon as Valentine, Fred Ward as Earl, Finn Carter as Rhonda, Michael Gross as Burt Gummer, and uh, Michael Gross is actually in every single Trimmer movie. That's the dad from Family Ties. If you're not familiar, you think anybody knows? remembers Family Ties? I don't know. <laughs> That's also wasn't he also obscure. the dad
0: in uh, Cool as Ice with um, oh, Christ Vanilla Ice? He might have been. I'm gonna look it up. while you're, right. you go over.
2: Um, also has Reba McIntyre.
1: Reba. Who did a good job. I got to tell you why. Right. Good I job, Reba. Yeah.
0: Are you a big fan of the Reba TV series?
1: No, actually, not at all. Not even a little bit. In my fact, parents were. I thought she would be uh, like obnoxious and stick out like a sore thumb, but actually, I thought the role suited her well. She did a good job.
2: She plays Heather Gummer, uh, wife of Burt Gummer, Michael Gross. So here's what the box has to say. They were say. my
0: favorite. I like the, gu- the Gummers. <laughs> the
2: Gummers were pretty good. And actually,
0: Michael Gross was in Cool As I, starring Vanilla
2: Eyes. All right. Well, here's what the VHS box has to say about this one. Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward star as two country handymen who lead a cast of zany characters to safety in this exciting sci-fi creature comedy. Just as Val McKee, which is Bacon's character, Earl Bassett, which is Ward's character, decide to leave Perfection, Nevada, strange rumblings prevent their departure. With the help of a shapely seismologist student, Finn Carter, they discover that their desolate town is infested with gi- with gigantic man-eating creatures that live below the ground. The race is on to overcome these slimy subterraneans and find a way to higher ground in this enjoyable thriller co-starring Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre.
1: Did they really I'd, say shapely? You gotta love the 90s oh. of all the adjectives yes. they could pick.
2: When you say shapely, I think fat.
1: Is is that she, yes, but she is not at all.
2: Not even close.
1: Or I would think like someone like well, really think, I curvaceous. I don't think Shapely
0: was used as a like, she's big. I but think it just means like like, like, like kind of like, ooh la la, she's got curves.
1: Right, but she wasn't, you know, extorted. I mean, this is well, that a like really is. offensive thing. That was a whole be joke at the about. beginning. <laughs> that was <laughs> the joke at the beginning because they were like, she's got to be blonde with curves, yeah. 34,
0: 16, whatever, whatever, whatever dimensions yeah. are normal for a woman. Sorry.
2: They are as follows These are Kevin Bacon's needs.
1: You will have long blonde hair, big green eyes, world-class breasts, ass that won't quit, and legs that go all the way up.
2: And legs that go all the way up. Okay. He said that in the car. He
1: did. I remember that. <laughs> and um, I was remember thinking... That's quite the list, Kevin.
2: Yeah. Also, she's not shapely. I don't I don't understand that. I think they just wanted to make it be She's got a nice body, but I mean it's
0: covered in like frumpy kind of like
2: archaeologist wear, you know? Yeah. I think they just wanted an S word to go with seismology students so they could have three in a row there you go, smart oh, that would have been better
0: yeah, let's <laughs> break that motherfucking glass ceiling <laughs> it, fellas like a phd or whatever it doesn't matter
2: my other issue with the box is they say that they're slimy subterraneans and i thought those worms were pretty dry as far as worms go until but, they got cut open right
0: well, their, their mouths were pretty grody
2: everything is slimy on the inside we're slimy on the <laughs> inside we're so. just a bag of guts <laughs> that's right <laughs> Anyway, so that's kind of what we got going on here. It's uh, harkening back to the 50s monster movies. Definitely. Is this movie just Jaws out of water?
0: I think there's Jaws elements, but I wouldn't say Jaws out of water because they don't like, you know, we're going after them. It's literally like we're running away the whole movie and they just kind of have to keep running. So like, imagine it's like if, Jaws 2. Imagine if Jaws, the... imagine if Jaws ran them off the beach into the
1: water and just kept
0: chasing them. That would be like what this movie would have been.
1: Yeah, yeah, like Jaws on Land.
2: Jaws on Land. It's like part two where they're stuck on the pontoon boats and they can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but you could probably say that about any monster film, really. They're probably all the same formula. Yeah. If you want to break it down I that mean, way.
1: There's really like the two kinds, right? There's your giant Cloverfield type King Kong monster or your small individually dangerous monster your jaws aliens 2 tremors
2: and um, you said you're not a fan of most monsters films does that include the like the i
1: like the bigger monsters the more Kaiju? than the smaller ones yeah okay like this one like i just never found them scary to be honest like i've never I mean, aliens was probably the closest but i don't know if that's even really a monster movie i mean i guess it is it's a, it's a horror alien, action movie. i should say well alien I mean, definitely yeah. is
0: a horror movie in my opinion yeah. it's got like amazing horror tropes like
1: it's filmed like a horror movie. Yes. You know. It I just d-
0: happens to take place in space with a monster.
1: Yeah. Aliens, Speaking of monsters, so much,
0: we totally need to do an episode where we talk about the new King Kong and Godzilla movies. That's a good idea. So. Uh, even though I
2: hate the new Godzilla oh. movie.
0: Oh, I know. And we're going to talk fell about asleep that. It's that so boring. You spilled boring your drink movie. and then fell asleep. Anyway, we can <laughs> save that for <laughs> the episode. But um, yeah.
2: What is your um, history with the Tremors franchise? I've only seen part one.
1: Yeah, my history started uh yesterday. I mean I cannot remember. I mean I must have caught it like on TBS or something. Yeah. But there was no meaningful history. I watched the first one yesterday and I got to tell you I have no I mean I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable movie. Uh spoiler for the end of the podcast. I'd recommend people watch it. Do I want to go watch like eight more? No.
2: I don't know. I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to bring up some of the other films are doing it, and I'm intrigued. Um but you know, all the other, all the sequels never got a full theatrical release. They were straight to video. Hellraiser Syndrome. Maybe two did, but after that, it was all straight to video. No, they were uh, all
1: straight to video. I remember okay. reading that, and I think it's because in theaters, this movie bombed it made no money at oh, all Oh, this I, is a
0: cult flick this i think it definitely... only made like
1: three million dollars on a 13 million dollar budget whoa that's it, a huge bomb yeah and it completely like blew up on the vhs market air quotes which you can't see on a podcast uh <laughs> again <laughs> yes. it, so he's the, at dr-
0: it again <laughs> for the drinking game you need to chug right now
1: uh yes yeah, so in on the vhs market it exploded and became super popular there and that's how they made their money
2: well it feels like a weekend rental right yeah um, but I, I agree with you. I think this one is a lot of fun.
0: Let's actually talk about the, the movie itself, though, because we talked about a lot about... Like,
2: Can I ask one serious question, though, before we get going? Is Kevin Bacon an A-list actor? No. Or is he a top-tier B?
0: He's a top-tier B.
2: Okay. I was watching this movie. I like, everybody knows who you are. There's that eight ways of separation of Kevin Bacon thing everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. But I try to think of like his blockbuster hits, and I almost go to Tremors first. Other than Footloose, and that was like 40 years ago.
0: You can tell A and B-list actors by when you think of A-list actors, you can basically like remember most of their major roles, and you don't have to be like, wait, was he in that also? B-list actors, almost every time you think of their movies, you can think of like one or two, but then after that, you're like, wait, was he in that? That's the way I kind of do it. Yeah. And there's a lot of movies I've seen with Kevin Bacon in it, but I always have to stop and be like, wait, was Kevin Bacon in Whitewater Summer? I
1: think so. (laughs) Is he in The Wolf of Wall Street?
0: I no, in his no, no, no. chest. Don't think he Who is that?
1: Who's pounding his chest? That's
0: um that's Christian Bale. Yeah, no, not Christian no. Bale. No, it wasn't Christian no, um, Bale. McConaughey.
1: Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I got to tell you true. what, I get them confused a lot. So that's fair. It's going to happen. Yeah, I could see that.
2: Once. But yeah, I think everybody loves Kevin Bacon, though. Like, you don't
0: find a person's like, ah, fuck that Kevin Bacon he guy. He hated
1: this movie. Did Matthew he?
0: McConaughey is yeah. Christian Bale fe- in the Kevin Bacon story.
1: He <laughs> felt like this was, like, just the depths of his career. And I think. Uh, Who, Bacon? Yeah. And then, like, I read, I think it was on Wikipedia that he just, like, at one point just started screaming, like, on a sidewalk and, like, broke down over being in this Whoa. stupid movie. That's wow. really
2: interesting to find out. But we we'll Talk about a little bit more of that later. There's um, no more to
1: talk about. That was the whole story. You know? Well, no. There's,
2: no, there's, I mean, I'm, I'm going to bring up some developments in the Tremors universe. Uh, okay, that, okay, uh, okay. But I find that interesting. <laughs> I thought, okay, so. Earl and Valen- Valentine's dynamic I thought was absolutely fantastic. I believe Excellent. that these two guys were, have been friends for years.
1: Bro, they had the bromance down solid.
2: Yeah, the, the chemistry between Bacon and Ward were just a joy to watch on screen. And, yes. and a lot of times when you get these double-up you know, co-stars doing a movie, a lot of times it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but not in this case.
0: So the movie opens up. I'm going to get into the plot real quick and kind of move it along. So the movie opens up with um, Earl and Valentine. Those names are the right names, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Earl and Valentine are basically just kind of handyman in this town called Perfection, which is this little like population. I think they said 13 on the sign. Fourteen. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to point about that sign. That sign had bullet holes in it. Now, you gotta wonder: is that like a prerequisite to have like a a small, like sleepy, like Midwest town? Because I
2: think that's the tropey Western town. Somebody shot up the sign.
0: Mandatory. And also, who does that? Like, who out of the thirteen people went and shot up the sign?
2: Probably
1: that kid. (laughs)
2: <laughs> or half the town was drunk, yeah. you know. So any of them, really, it's possible. It's possible. So guns and alcohol don't it mix. It does very
1: happen. Cat well. and I have been driving down some roads and seen spe- like speed limit signs just shot to shit. So don't tell do me
0: don't tell me how to live. Sign. Woo.
2: <laughs> you get a couple of drunk good old boys going hunting, they'll shoot at anything. That's
0: I guess that's true. So Earl and Valentine are kind of like handyman for you know perfection. And um, as they're you know kind of doing their stuff, like we got to get out of this town. You know we're wasting our lives here and they they get to pack up their stuff to leave and they can't get out because the the worms the Tremors, are we going gra- to call them the trimmers they're graboids
2: yes they named him in the movie actually the grand the grandpa from 3 ninjas
0: named him also uh chang who was in uh, big trouble in little china yes remember he was a uh, mm-hmm. jack burton's buddy
1: I remember him mostly as a grandpa from Three Ninjas, though. See, I never
0: saw Three Ninjas. Oh, man. Oh, it's a horrible movie, but I loved it as a kid, too. Yes, it
1: came out right when I hit Three Ninja age. I was in demographic just perfectly.
2: I never saw him go to the high mountain or whatever the second one was. Weren't they surfing Kick at back. one point? They kicked back at some no, point. No, that was, no, surfing that was ninjas. surf ninjas. Surf ninjas. Okay, okay. Nineties was... <laughs> that's got Rob Schneider in it, but Nineties <laughs> anyway. had a hard-on for ninjas in this game. <laughs> yes,
0: dream. they did. Or getting distracted. Oh, man, that needs to be on the back of a VHS box. Nineties had a hard-on for ninjas. Um, so anyway, uh, they're like trying to get out of town, but they can't do it because the... Um, I'm just going to call them the trimmers. The trimmers basically um, have started killing people and causing you know mayhem to where the roads are blocked. So everyone's kind of trapped in this town, and as they go back into town, um, the the worms attack, kind of, right? They they sense vibration. So right. they, they're underground prehistoric worms that can sense vibrations, and they have, like, these weird tongue tentacles with little mouths on the end, and they've been eating people and sucking them under the ground, and they're kind of finding What's these dead bodies. What's confusing
1: about what they do? I mean, I assume they're supposed to eat them, but at one point you see someone's, like, head like sticking out of the sand, so they just not eat heads. Maybe like, the head
0: popped off and they just left it.
2: Yeah, Maybe. it was a, sh- a sheep rancher, um, Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward come yeah. a- come upon just like a hole that has the rancher's head in it.
1: And then, yeah, they suck a car down in there. And I guess you never know if they eat the lady in the car or because the, the car's somehow still playing music after being on Well, she's night. dead.
2: Like She's you, definitely you don't dead. Survive. I
1: mean that's a gibby. She's probably yeah. dirt drowned, but uh dirt drowned. <laughs> I like
2: it. I thought that was one of the more intense kills, though. It was the elderly couple yes. who were hanging out in the station wagon. I guess they're doing some sort of like they're building a house. They're building their like their dream home out there. Yeah, the and mansion. they start seeing the rumblings in the ground, and the husband's like, what is going on?
0: God, what is that stink?
2: And then the wife smartly goes, "We got to get the fuck out." Yeah.
1: Come on, let's just go. Let's 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 go back to town. Or something,
0: please, Jim. Maybe it's a geological thing or something like natural gas or or
1: a geyser. They stink like that.
2: And he's like, "Wait, hold on. Could be like a geyser or something Dude, cool." What was
1: he even think? I can't imagine what he thought the outcome to his dumbness would be, except serious injury or death. And surprise, he gets well, them the, both killed.
0: Well, the um, what was it? The generator gets eaten. Like, Great, right.
1: and I would have been like, "Fuck it, you know what? Whatever's eating a generator and making all this noise, it's time to go. We'll sort this shit out in the morning because it's also nighttime."
2: Yeah, don't go sticking your head around geysers in the middle of the night either. Yeah, but, he, said, he says it could
0: have been a geyser <laughs> or a sinkhole. That's what he said. It could been a sinkhole, which is still a
1: thing you want to leave. You don't want to stand around engage. Uh, You'll fall into a sinkhole. But I wonder, you know, it was only a matter of moments.
2: I
0: don't know if they would have gotten away anyway.
1: No, definitely. You know, because those tremors we later find out are super fast.
0: Yeah, they are crazy. And the worm design, I really respect.
1: It I was dig so it. So
0: good. They look good.
1: Thinking about that scene, once the generator went down, what was providing illumination? It was a very well lit nighttime.
2: Uh, that would be the set.
0: It'd <laughs> be a sweet, Considering sweet
1: Considering they're in the middle of the desert, it should have been pitch black. But anyway, I digress.
2: I think it's that movie thing, you know, when they nighttime always Nighttime do- is just blue. Right, exactly.
0: Oh, that M- was That's still things. one of the things about old like horror movies where it's just like, take the film, put a blue filter on it, it's nighttime. And it's like, they are lit like the fucking sun. It's like, you cannot <laughs> convince guy's me. There's one guy
1: sweating. What is happening?
2: But yeah, a series of murders are happening around town. The uh, They don't quite notice the worms yet until Kevin Bacon and Fred come across... Um, some construction workers who were crushed. Uh Garrett said that there was some landslides going on and then they rush back to uh which is like a general store. And yeah, while they're,
1: general
0: store.
2: While they're trying to talk about what's going on, they find a piece of the worm
0: wrapped around the truck.
1: The yeah. Axle, and he sells yeah. it to him for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, Chang wants it as
0: like a like a um like you the take lure photos people with in, it, yeah. You know, kind of like a tourist trap type thing. Yeah,
2: and they're like, man, we got ripped off. Yeah. Uh, there's, I, I love the dynamic of them always trying to make a buck. Hustling. Yeah, that was pretty good. But yeah, like you Garrett says, they start getting attacked, um, realize what's going on, and they're running through the desert because they were trying to go get the police to figure out what, what's happening with all these people getting killed.
1: Right, They like they keep trying to get to this town... Uh, Bixby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Bixby. Multiple times. And, and this is like, I was like, oh, this movie's so 90s, because they um, don't, obviously have no cell phones, so they just keep trying to use this like CB radio.
2: Well, that was one of the plot points of the town perfection, is that it's geologically isolated. Right. So there's all these mountains and ravines that prevent them from having any communication out. Um, but that's kind of what the people who live there wanted. It turns yeah. out to be a big problem for them <laughs> when they get attacked by these worms. Um, so they go out, they're trying to get to the police, and they come across the uh, campsite where the elderly couple were killed. They actually find the lady's car in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then they get attacked by the worm. And while they're being chased, they r- jump into a concrete ravine, I guess, which was like kind of like a, I'd make it a drainage ditch of some kind. Yeah, kind of like a drainage ditch. And the worm smashes headfirst into it and dies. Yeah.
1: Which is interesting because it makes you think these worms are stupid. Turns out they are not. Oh, yeah. they're
0: very smart or maybe they learn from their mistakes.
1: Yeah, they're very adaptable.
2: Now, I have a little bit of an issue with the worm dying on impact in the cement when later on they unload an entire gun store's worth of ammo into one of them.
1: But you got to think how fast that worm was moving and it did not slow down at all. It just slammed into that concrete.
2: Okay. Well, maybe.
1: And we don't know that, you know, we don't know their weakness. Maybe they're more fragile to to blunt traumas
2: than yeah, a firearm yeah, firepower you think those, well, really well, getting into the science because the elephant
1: gun <laughs> did fuck them up that's, that's
0: true. true so that being said as they oh go ahead mark i'm sorry well this
2: is when uh kevin bacon i'm gonna should we just call him by the actor's name or their character's name Let's call him bacon and earl bacon and earl right
1: which is how i remember them because i don't know the other guy's name yeah. valentine valentine
2: okay so they this is where they meet up with the college girl Who's doing her seismology, uh, Rhonda is her name in the Yeah, the movie. she's
0: doing like research yeah. for yeah. Well, her they
1: met strong. her before, and then they re-meet her. Well, this is
2: where the movie puts them back together. Right.
1: And they're so like, that... and she's like, hey, have you seen any weird shit going on? <laughs> and then this fucking worm is just hanging out of this ravine.
2: Yeah, so they realize that there's more than one, based on some seismic uh, data that she had gathered the day before. So now it's time to go back to the general store and figure out what the hell we're doing.
1: Yes, which actually led to one of my favorite parts of dialogue because they brought up a whole bunch of questions that I thought of, which is how we've never seen these before. Why are they only here? Are they prehistoric? Are they aliens? They don't answer any of them, though. They Just bring them up and throw them out there.
2: It's good questions, though.
1: Yeah.
2: But why would they have the answers? They keep asking the college girl, like, she's going to have the answers to that shit. And
1: she's like,
0: why do you keep talking to me? I don't know. And the whole town is there. And they're they're kind of talking about and debating this. And Michael Gross's character, who's married to Reba McIntyre, um, evidently they are like off their fucking rockers like cuckoo nuts who have a bunker with yeah. like every weapon you could they like are the, the 90s doomsday prepper bingo
1: nowadays it would have a TLC show yeah, yeah
0: absolutely they're like a militia of two people and like did we ever find out what they were preparing for everything else but worms he yeah. even
2: says that Michael <laughs> Gross says that
0: food for five years Thousand gallons of gas, air filtration, water filtration, Geiger counter, bomb shelter.
1: (sighs) Underground, goddamn monsters.
2: It was a very good call. I was like, you didn't prepare properly. They were
1: so great. I was so impressed with them. Like, because, yeah, they could have been played as like real, like over the top. Um, but I thought it worked so well in that environment.
2: I think the needle's more on the sensible end of Doomsday Prepper
1: with yes. these
0: guys than maybe they some had real that, life like,
1: ones. Wall of guns. Well, they were very <laughs> nice
0: about it. They're like, like, hey, we're just really nice people. You yeah. know, we just happen to. And they were also part of the
1: community still. You know, they weren't like. Yeah, they're really involved. Yeah, they, you know, we're gonna go rescue them before the worm ate their truck too. The, these worms have a hard on for cars.
0: Love trucks. Uh, we're Michael eat that Gross truck. had in 1990, like I want to say 1990s Atlanta hawks hat on and i was like is this guy from atlanta is he just a big fan of dominique wilkins like what's go- i like i that was the one thing i kept fixating on. i was like why does he have an atlanta hawks hat on maybe
2: actor michael gross just really likes him yeah. they let him wear any hat he wanted <laughs> who knows He's
0: like give me that
2: spud web action boys that's right well while they're all held up in the uh the general store again trying to figure out what to do that's when they actually name the worms graboids yeah, which is a '90s ass name, dude. Yeah, chain Chang calls yeah, them that. Right? Yeah, but they're all in there. It's like, what should we call them? Wormies, or you know, all these other yeah. names, and then they end on Graboid, and I was all like, like, oh. But if
1: you think about like a small rednecky town, I mean, that is exactly the kind of name they would come up with. Best, I thought it thing. was like real in character.
2: But they still call them that even in the later films, are still called graboids, so All that right, stuck. Well. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Well, the lady, the scientist, probably got to name them. I mean, per tradition, you get to name things you find. Graboid like. Well, no, we just said you know. Chang
0: named them. Wait, Wait but she it.
1: probably continued, you know, oh. when it went out in the world. Well, that's
0: <laughs> Not, that's the lore we need to delve into. How do these yeah. things...
1: I would like to know more about the Tremor lore. We should know?
0: actually ask about that towards the end of this episode, because I'm wondering if they actually are still isolated near perfection.
2: I've got some information okay. on some... some... Graboid uh, <laughs> terminology that we'll first, get into a little some, bit later. Some
1: deep diving yeah. into the graboids.
2: What did so, you guys think of the annoying kid?
1: He was so 90s. Oh, he was exactly yeah. the kind of stupid thing oh, they the, put in The 90s teenage movies. boy. Yeah.
2: For a minute, I really thought it was the brother from the Wonder Years, the annoying brother that always picked on Fred Savage. I can see the behavior yeah. being smarter. It did
1: work because I was like, God, I hope a fucking tremor eats this kid. Did he oh,
2: die or did no, he make it? He oh, they should have
0: ate him. Well, um, and the little girl, uh, that's the um that's the the blonde haired girl from Jurassic Park.
2: Are you talking about the one on the pogo stick? The one on the pogo stick, yeah. Really? She, okay. was, yeah. she was she
0: was a little girl from
1: yo, Jurassic Park. No, she was Park. a pro pogo sticker. She was going for the world record. That was fucking gangster watching. I think thinking, a pogo like like how many jumps? She's like 970,000 or something like that. Yeah. And it was just like, yo, she's gonna kill it. I had a pogo stick as a kid and fucking failed at it. Those things are hard. She's over here just bouncing around like a crazy person.
2: So it is right about this time where they're trying to wrangle up everybody to safety, and the girl's over there pogoing by herself.
1: That was like a legitimately tense scene.
2: And then Kevin Bacon's got to run over there and grab her before she gets eaten by a worm. Did you guys notice that the pogo stick stayed standing up? after he grabbed her off of it? Yes.
1: I did, but I didn't really think much about it, but that's true. It should have fallen down.
2: Yeah. And then they cut back to it and then it went plunk. (laughs) That scene
1: did suffer from movie running logic where Kevin Bacon was running so fast for so long. It's like, how did he not reach her? Yeah, you need know, if you, uh, you just. I mean, obviously they cut for
2: the cinema. It has to
0: work, yes. right?
1: It's like you would have totally gotten there. Pl- well, he did. I mean, reach her, but like just in the nick of time, of course. But he should have been yeah. there plenty of time. He was like sprinting.
0: Yeah. So at that point, everyone in the town realizes what's going on. They've all retreated to like up onto the roofs. Of well, buildings. they start
2: finding out that these worms are smarter than they originally thought because yes. yeah, the worms are the floor, right? Yeah, they're starting to test out the housing, uh, you know, structures and really starting to uh, bust through the ground. And Chang actually gets eaten by a worm because of a noisy Pepsi cooler. Right. So it busts up through the general store and eats poor Chang, and everybody retreats to the roof. And I was
1: like, fuck, I wish you were the kid. I like
0: Chang. <laughs> I know. Dude, Chang had a great death scene, though. He really, like, he, he was sold like, it. Ah, ah. I was like, Whoa.
1: And uh, yeah, so then the worms start fucking up the homes, which is pretty ingenious. They they start realizing, oh, we could fuck these things up. And they the start like, shaking the too, whole yeah. house. And know. if you
2: haven't seen the movie, we need to mention that the worms are blind, but they can hear you. They detect vibration, vibrations yeah. and the, that's how they find you. So if you stay still long enough, the worms won't hear you. Well,
1: the movie posits that they can hear us, but every time they yell at them, it does not seem to work until someone starts stomping on the ground. I
0: thought it was only vibration.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be ground. I mean they do say in the movie like oh they can hear but I, the way they act in the movie it's only, it only seems to be ground vibration.
2: So they finally decide the next course of action is to load up in a giant bulldozer because they think that that's going to be okay whether they say like a 32-ton machine. Yeah, it machine. was a pretty
1: clever idea.
2: Right,
0: and and they attach a, a big tanker to the back of it.
1: Yeah, and they just sort of drag it.
0: Yeah, like a dump truck uh, back end, and they were like, we're going to drag it with the giant cat, yeah. you know. Um, and they have to go nine bulldozer. miles, yeah.
1: and they go rescue the preppers who took this time to make like a 1,000 pipe bombs. Dude,
0: they were making pipe <laughs> bombs so quick. I was like, you got to give it to them. They're efficient.
1: yeah. So they made, like, a thousand pipe bombs. They're coming out with an arsenal. um, And then they all start driving.
0: Well, about that time, one of the worms, like, attacks, like, the compound that Reba and and Michael Gross are in. And they're, like, using, like, every... Oh, that happens earlier. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing is, is, like, in the town, they can actually hear all the gunfire. mm -hmm. From their, their compound, like, that's how much is being shot off. That's it's what
2: like, I was saying earlier, is, is, you know, the scene of the worm crashing into the concrete versus how much <laughs> ammo they unload into these things didn't quite equate for me. I
1: mean, technically, you crash through concrete to get into the bunker, too, so... Oh, right. that's a good
2: point. I didn't yeah, think about that. we're picking you apart here, movie.
1: Plot hole. <laughs> that's also, why Kevin Bacon hated it so much, that yeah. scene right there. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
2: So they they kill another one, and I think we've gotten two dead worms now. Yes. At this point, we've got how many left? Two more. Two, two more. Okay, so they all pile into the um the the bulldozer, and they're off to go to the mountains where they're hoping they
0: can get on solid land because the mountains are made out of stone, and they can't go. The worms right. can't go to the. stone.
2: They can't burrow their way. Um, wanted to mention we got some monster vision in this film. We Garrett, did get some POV. You've mentioned in the past that you have a problem with monster vision.
0: So yes, I normally do not like monster POV um, to basically show where they are. In this movie, I don't know why, but it really worked for me. Maybe because you didn't stick on it too long. It was only like real quick flashes of it. And it was to kind of give you a good idea of where oh, they were. I hated it. In other movies, like it's like, oh, we know where they are, but you're still going to go to POV. So it's so weird. I know I said that. I know I feel that way. And then for this one, it just
1: didn't bother me. Oh, so it here's my- me right out of like... The movie. Did it? Yeah. Because then when, when you're in monster vision, you immediately see, wait, this wouldn't work. Those big ass monsters aren't crawling through all this dirt. So here's my issue with it. Um,
2: A, the worms are blind. B, True. Um, half of the monster vision was above the ground. Yeah, They're burrowing through the ground. It wasn't until the, like the last third of the movie we actually saw it in the soil, like going through the right. dirt. So that was my issue with it. It was like, The monster's not above ground right now. It didn't work.
0: Well, I think it was just to kind of let you know where underground they were. I I completely understand what you're saying. The POV was pointless because your POV should have been under the dirt. The whole time. Which would not have accomplished anything anyway. Right. But I don't know. I just didn't have a problem with it this time. It's so weird.
1: Also has a really shaky grasp on geology and how dirt works. (laughs) If you're approaching a mountain, it doesn't just go from free soil to mountain. Like, up oh, across the mountain threshold. It gets substantially rockier, like, you know, on a gradient.
2: They also kind of make it seem like, all soil is almost like quicksand. Yeah. Like you just drop straight
0: through the sand at a beach or something, and that, right?
1: those worms are huge. They, I mean, the soil on top it would, would be just collapse placed. in yeah,
0: it would be. every time they moved. Well, and that's actually one of the things that happens. As they're driving away in the bulldozer... Uh, it makes the, a trap. The worms actually make a trap by kind of like... They're like, what are they doing way off over there in the distance? And they're like, I don't know, as long as they're over there. And then being the geniuses they are, they drive over to where that area is because it just yeah. happens to be the direction they're going. And what happened is the worms had uh, tilled the soil underneath to basically allow it to collapse with any weight on top of it. And that big-ass bulldozer put enough weight to where it collapses into the ground. I was really hoping that Samuel L. Jackson would pop out and say, clever girl. <laughs> that wasn't Samuel L. Jackson. That was actually Robert Muldoon. It was. Get your goddamn Jurassic Park references straight, Mark. Fine. By the but, way, Jurassic World Part Two coming out in June.
1: <laughs> another thing that didn't make sense. Uh, I do like this movie. It might not seem that way. It's such a good movie. I know. Is They are driving straight, right? And you see the Tremors tilling the soil kind of diagonal from them. Mm-hmm. And he, that's why Kevin Bacon's like, whatever, as long as it's over there. I guess maybe the movie tricked me too and they had two things doing a trap. Ah, I don't one know. One was there for
0: distraction yes. the other one was actually because laying one the real was trap. Way the f-
1: like, well, I was trying to imagine like with, were they making a slow turn? Like how did they... But maybe, you know, I have my own headcanon. There were two.
2: Or I maybe could, it I was it had could. to detour. There was like
0: actual rock there that it had to
2: go yeah, around. Maybe who knows?
0: They just didn't know they're going to have to go that direction. Okay. I think I think you're right on the first one, uh, John. I think that they were just kind of like, "What's it doing over there?" And the other ones over there quietly, kind of like yeah. burrowing through. It's like they'll never know I'm over here, and it
1: worked.
2: Were you guys annoyed with the amount of times they kept saying "Pardon my French"?
1: Yeah, I think it's meant to be like a shtick, like a ha ha ha, because then the girl says it, and ultimately she curses and says part of my French. Yeah, and so
2: when... it basically is a phrase that allows you to get away with saying something filthy.
1: I don't think it works that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I think it's meant to when you like stub your toe and you say fuck. You know, ah, yeah, yeah, it's not.
0: It's not a get out of jail free pass. It's not like <laughs> you know, like yeah. let me plan this out and then go on the assault and then be covered. And I think it's more of those like in the moment, like we're just like. You know, you say like 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 John said. If you cuss inappropriately, like if you're at church and you're like, well, "This is some bullshit." Like, well, it was a French. running
2: gag between Rhonda and and Fred Ward's character. Like, well, they had over real, and over they had going real back and forth. There,
0: Mark, you know, sometimes they have those little. I'm sure you have your little things with your wife that people would be like,
1: "I can't wait." To That's talk so
0: nineties <laughs>
1: about what a great wingman Earl is. Did that dude had his?
0: Oh yeah, back.
1: like that way, at the end of so. We'll get there, I guess. I don't want to skip all we're the way we're to the pretty end, much at the but end. But yes. Yeah, let's the,
0: let's wrap up the, the bulldozer plot here. crashes, and they have to quickly get over to some rocks, some big giant like rocks that are in the middle of the desert close to them. So they use the pipe bombs to kind of distract because the the impact, the explosion of the pipe bombs are so heavy on the ground, yeah. it scares the worms away. It almost like hurts them like seismic. So they scare the worms away, they get on these rocks, and then the worms know they're stuck on the rocks and there's nowhere for them to go. So they
2: start doing uh, dirt fishing with the bombs.
1: Very clever. To
0: try to get the worms to eat, like... Eat the the pipe bomb.
2: Yeah, and they get one of them. That's how they take out one of the last worms, and it, it just splatters yellow, gooey, grossness everywhere. It was, awesome. it was everywhere. so grody, I loved it. It reminded me in the remember in the nineteen seventies uh those beach sperm whales that they tried to take out with dynamite. <laughs> <Blow> up, yeah, <laughs> it just rained rotten whale on the crowd. I
1: wonder if that was an inspiration.
2: I hope so. If you haven't yeah. seen that, go look up the news art the newsreel on YouTube of that. It's disgusting.
1: Then I mean, the worm learns at like an amazing pace.
2: These things are smart, dude. They
1: get, they get smarter throughout the movie, though, um, because they try to do the dirt fishing again. And this worm's like, oh, you got me. Fucking JK spits the bomb right back In onto a
2: classic them. Looney Tunes fashion of like, <laughs> let's put the TNT back by the coyote <laughs> while he's got his yeah. fingers in his ear.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely very uh, classic Looney it Tunes. It was awesome.
1: I mean, I, I laughed. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah,
2: again, we may be. it may sound like we're picking this thing apart, but it's all pretty enjoyable throughout. It's
0: really well done. Yeah. And there's a point where they have to get off one rock to get to another, so they find these like, random pieces of pvc pipe that just happened to be laying next to these that rocks. That was convenient. And dude. they use them to pole vault from one giant rock pole vault, not pole vault, <laughs> pole vault from one giant rock to the other. And I'm I'm going to be honest, when we were kids and we'd find like giant like pieces of pvc pipe, we would totally pretend we were like the people in Trimmers and try to like <laughs> pole vault from like one bench to another. It does have a
1: cartoonish I vibe want, to it. I yeah. can dig that. We I, could
0: totally cut the end of this movie with looney tunes sounds yeah. and it would work really well. Well, it just
1: suddenly hit me, you know. Stampede. <laughs> 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 That's all, folks. <laughs> Now that you mention it, I do think that it is like, uh, yeah, it does have that vibe.
2: I want to take this moment to kind of talk about the soundtrack here. Um, I think the weakest part of the film is the soundtrack itself. It might be my disgust for harmonica music, but the first half of that film is almost all harmonica. It's like Zydeco harmonica hillbilly music. And it, it just feels like they went to some website and downloaded, you know... Just be music, you know.
0: Happy's Good Time Crawfish (laughs) Boil soundtrack is what it sounded like.
2: And specifically during the pole vaulting scene, they play this generic ass music of like, oh, it's a moment of levity. Here's some dumb music to go along with it. And I was just like rolling my eyes at the soundtrack. I
1: did not even notice the soundtrack.
0: I did notice it because it first started like at the very beginning when you first meet Val and Earl. So it's all like, dadam, dadam, babam, you know. And I was like, Oh, God, I forgot about this part.
2: Painfully 90s. They did that a lot in films like that. They just have these like very generic soundtracks going on. Um, so the movie ends. The, one of the worms is chasing Kevin Bacon. He's gotten down off the rocks to um, go grab the last pipe bomb. Yes. And he... Uh, misses it when he lobs it at the thing explodes behind him, and everybody's like, Kevin! <laughs> They're calling him by his real name. <laughs> his Christian name. <laughs> Kevin, get out of there! You're going to die! And... Um, he, he pulls like a, you know... Another, a, Looney, Tunes. another mo- Looney Tunes. Classic Looney Tunes. Classic Looney Tunes moment where he jumps out of the way and the worm goes straight through the cliff side and falls at least three stories. And yeah, sp- he's
0: running, running, running. The worm's chasing after him. Then he just stops. But the momentum of the worm going so fast, he can't stop himself in time. So he ends up like busting out the side of the, the canyon wall, yeah. falling into this giant ravine and splattering all over he the ground. He stays
1: in the air for a second and holds up a sign. It says Yelp. <laughs> he, but- does, he
0: does. <laughs> Does not, but that would totally work.
2: I would love to see if, like, it shows Kevin Bacon running, and then it cuts to him, and he's got like a matador outfit on, and his red, like Bugs Bunny, red cape. Olay, and then the worm goes straight off the cliff.
1: <laughs> the worm is like coyote,
0: dude. Yeah. Seriously, you guys are ruining the end of this movie because now I can't see anything but like Tunes. Hey, Toons look, Looney Tunes bits. is
1: fantastic. No, don't get me wrong, art. but it's
2: art.
0: Okay. This is-
1: Kevin is Roadrunner. If you see it in that <laughs> oh, look, wow. the movie makes a lot of sense. I'll tell you what.
0: Michael Gross is foghorn leghorn. <laughs> I
1: say, I say.
2: So the worm splatters all over the ground, and Kevin Bacon
0: says,
1: you think you can fly, sucker? I well, thought he said, let's see if you can fly.
0: Yeah, he said, let's see if you can fly, sucker. Well, Although, maybe. real missed Opportunity yeah. to say, let's see if you can fly, you son of a bitch. Right. I was like, that's part a- of my friends." Pardon my French. Oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, right inch. there. There you
0: go. We just totally <laughs> peaked our volume. but That's <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome.
2: <laughs> we just made trimmers a little bit better today. Um, turns out, yes, yes, they can fly. I'm sorry, what? In movie three, the trimmers change into flying creatures.
0: That's right. They evolve into like yeah. the next evolution of it.
2: Do you want to know what they're called in movie three? Flyoids. Fly-oids.
0: <laughs> oh, yes.
2: <laughs> the Ass Blaster.
0: Oh, that's right. Because doesn't like one of the kids like call it ass blaster or something like that. Okay.
2: Yeah. So um, this is pulled off the Trimmers wiki. All this read this very quickly. The ass blaster is a term for the third and final morph stage of the graboid's life cycle. Much like the butterfly is the term for the imago stage of the caterpillar. Much
1: a- like the butterfly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the ass blaster. Much like <laughs> nature's butterfly. Uh, anyways, it's got like some sort of gas. Uh, gas pouches i think it's like farting its way so, yeah, into the flies sky by fart. yeah basically yeah, is very, is my uh, very looney tunes I, I might be ruining that but that's we, what i gathered you can't
1: skip the best part of the movie
2: what did i skip
1: okay so after they kill everything they go back to town and uh kevin bacon you know is trying to talk to the the girl scientist girl and my man earl perfect wingman as soon as the scientist walks up he's like i need to check some shit in the engine and he just Makes himself gone. He knows
0: exactly when to bow out. Yeah.
1: He was perfect. And yet, every time Kevin Bacon was fucking it up, he'd be like, get it together, buddy. (laughs) But didn't you
0: guys feel (laughs) kind of bad? Like, didn't Earl kind of deserve the girl more than Kevin Bacon? Because Kevin Bacon was being a real son of a bitch about her at first. And then Earl's all like, be nice. She's a nice lady. She's doing her job. She's smart, you know? And it's just like, and then he's just like, well, that's Kevin Bacon. I know I'm not getting any pussy tonight. And just walks away. And I'm like, yo, calm down, man. Go for it. No, he was it.
1: being a good wingman. I mean, Earl Earl deserves happiness, too. And let's too, point but... this out.
0: With a population of 14, there was a total of two women in that town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one mother and Reba McIntyre. That's why Reba Who was married scrapped. to Michael Gross. <laughs> but, dude, and there's like 10 dudes. Like, it is a real sausage fest in and perfection. And, and yet, how Kevin does that Bacon, population continue, though?
2: Do you think some chauvinist named it perfection because it was like a no
0: women's club? <laughs> I have no idea. But it was one of those things I was, I, was, I was like, how does this population survive? We have a real shortage of ladies.
1: But Kevin Bacon continued to keep extraordinarily high standards. He did not let the lack of women... Bring his standards down. He was like, whatever, Mark. Keeping hat. that dream alive. <laughs> 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 yeah, his, have legs his for five his
2: five point perfect woman system. <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, in movie two, they uh, it does star Earls back. He's the main one. Kevin Bacon does not return, but they say that uh, he went and married her. So
0: well, good for him. Wait, Kevin Bacon married that uh, the seismologist?
2: Yeah, according to the plot. So you know what? Maybe it just takes being attacked by a worm to really get your priorities straight, and then you drop your blonde legs that never end. Uh, requirement no
1: the legs weren't blonde
0: the legs <laughs> those blonde legs <laughs> well look I would you mash them that up just at, a tad it's a brighter yeah. Frankenstein situation ma'am you've got a real issue here there was a point in this movie that I kind of just really like dawned on me there's a point where they're like well let's go do this and it happens a couple times where they do rock paper scissors to decide who has to go do these certain like yeah. risky tasks yeah. or you know go climb up a, a tower or anything like that and I was like you know what is there any situation that rock paper scissors just cannot solve I mean, if you think it, everyone respects it. It's everyone true. knows it. Except he, for
1: when he didn't respect it.
0: He didn't respect it. He know did what? break
1: And even then. That
0: is RPS protocol, yeah. sir.
1: Even then, Earl was like, you know, what? I'm not gonna hold- we're in a stressful time. I'm still going to be a good wingman. Earl is the real champion of this movie. Earl
0: is the hero of this movie. He is. Earl, we salute you, sir. <laughs> You're the underdog of the film,
2: Earl. You deserve the woman real at the Real men
0: of
1: greatness, so
0: Earl. <laughs> <laughs> real men. <laughs> of genius. Um, and Yeah, so that's Tremors. And I'm sorry, I love that movie. It holds up. I would recommend it to everybody I know. Absolutely, I, I concur- would too. Oh, we need a full reboot with Jeff Goldblum.
1: You were so busy wondering if you could. <laughs> <laughs> would he you
0: did. cast him as Kevin Bacon's role? No, or no he would Earl. basically, he would be Chang.
1: He could not be Earl.
0: He would be Chang. He would own the general store. He would be a side character. No, but who would we recast the main in characters as? In 2018,
1: like, Kevin Bacon would be The Rock. And it'd be a completely different movie. He would just, like, rip the worms apart. <laughs> Ooh, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> as
0: Kevin Bacon's character.
1: We just rock bottom the worms. Well,
0: I
2: think, wouldn't we need, like, a 20-year-old or something? It'd Kevin Bacon's kind of young in this yeah. one. Ryan Reynolds is in his 40s now. So, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I gotta tell you, I don't know enough young actors or actresses.
2: I don't know. Write oh, in, right in and uh, tell us who you would cast as Kevin Bacon. Yeah, role. up on social media. Step
1: one, how I know I'm old, I'm about to refer to someone in their 20s as a kid, but the kid who plays Jon Snow.
2: Oh, Kevin, uh, no, Kate, Kit
0: Harington. Yeah, oh, no be, way, that broody motherfucker, no way. It'd be
1: a different take, could be a 20s. I mean, 20. granted, he yeah. may be
0: able to pull it off, he may be a better actor than Jon Snow, but God, I'm so tired <laughs> of watching that dude just be like, it just I seems don't like want to fight things. Kit like, doesn't sh- seem like he knows how to have fun. And Kevin know. Bacon was having fun in that role. Plus, Kit Harington's like, like he was having fun. his list that's would be true. like, it has to be female and not dead. Like I mean, that's like his <laughs> five point plan. So
1: pulse optional, to be honest.
2: <laughs> if you're not a White Walker, you're good for me. So, um, so interestingly, and un- interestingly enough, this year Kevin Bacon shot a pilot for the Sci-Fi Channel to do an actual reboot of Tremors. Which yeah. is
1: interesting because if, if what
0: John says is true, he's come full circle on That's this. That's what I was saying but earlier.
1: When you're, I mean, how old could he have been? What, 25, 28? Yeah, I I think- mean, he was young, right? When you're young and you think your career is supposed to be you know, on this ass, I think Kevin Megan thought he was going to be an A-list actor. Now-
0: I bet he sees Christian Slater and what Slater yeah. got and is like, that should have been me.
1: Now he's older and he's like, fuck it, I just need to pay bills. What's up, Tremors? <laughs> how you
0: doing? <laughs> So Earl was going to reprise his role also.
1: Really?
2: Which makes no sense that this would be a reboot when you're bringing in both the same guys from the original. You
0: can can reboot with same characters. It's bizarre. They're doing the same thing with Halloween. As we kind of mentioned before, Jamie Lee Curtis is coming back to play Laurie Myers. Uh, Laurie Myers? Or Laurie Strode?
2: Lori Strode sounds Strode. correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not Laurie
0: Myers. That's a that's from a no Effects song. Um so anyway, yeah, she comes back to play that character and I mean, it's kind of a reboot. They re, they're like negating every movie after the first Halloween.
1: Right. So so the viewing order for Halloween after this movie will be Halloween and then Halloween
0: 2019 or 2018. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: but different movie series. It is a frustrating trend to have, I mean, Look, like, it's not like I'm young, but to have all these old men just be reappr like retaking all these action roles, it's like man, no one wants to see this. Like, it's tough to like the. I mean, the Expendables like joked about it, and then I think people are like, "Fuck it, let's just do it whatever." Like, um, they're making a new Rambo movie, and Stallone's gonna be Rambo
0: again. again. He's gonna he's gonna take on the cartel. What is in he Mexico? like? Sixty yes, five. Mexican
1: cartel. No, he's like seventy. Oh shit. Yeah, the yeah. dude is old
0: as shit, but wow. he's shredded still.
1: Right. I mean, steroids will do that at any age.
2: (laughs) Well, unfortunately, the Sci-Fi Channel chose not to move forward with the Kevin Bacon Tremors project. So that's been canceled, unfortunately.
1: I would flip, fortunately, the Sci-Fi Channel.
2: (laughs) Did you know in 2003 there was already a Tremors television show on the Sci-Fi Channel? Yes, there was. 13 episodes, one season, and Michael Gross was in it. (laughs) So that dude is a lifelong Tremors
0: dude. Was Gross signed on to do the new one that was in the pilot? That did the pilot for it. Don't think so. <gasps> However, That's why I for me. picked up. He, That's why. There he, you go. You you fuck with the this, the, the program. So he cursed
1: <laughs> it. He put, he put the the juju on it, and that was it. That gross curse. <laughs> yeah, the gross. Exactly.
2: So interestingly enough, after movie three, movie four did a prequel of the old west, and it's set in the old west with the tremors.
1: Was Kevin Bacon in it as a time traveler? Oh
2: God! I wish that'd be awesome. Oh, man, where's that film? <laughs> um, and then they had one that was most recently came out, and it's in the snow.
0: Was so, Michael Gross a kid in that one? <laughs> or was Michael Gross in that one? No,
2: Michael Gross plays his
0: ancestor. <laughs> he uh, plays his own ancestor. So, so yeah. it's a Back to the Future test yeah, is exactly one of those <laughs> oh things. God, okay, that's amazing. I got to be honest. I, I, like to imagine, want... I like to imagine that someone had to kiss one of those worms, or so they were to fade out of existence. Ooh, <laughs> I hope so.
1: Amazing.
2: I gotta say, I, I'm kind of intrigued. And all four of them are on uh, HBO right now, and then the other ones are on Netflix. So have I'm fun
0: with that, Mark. Probably gonna watch yeah. them all. Report back. Let yeah. us know. You got a lot of unity. You got the whole Tremor series. Know. You got the Child's Play series.
2: Where do I, I mean, I've come up with all this time? I don't know. By the way, you can just skip Seed of Chucky. Just okay. FYI. Good to know. I'll I'll mark that one. I'll cross it out. If
1: you, if if it's the worst though, you should definitely watch it for fun.
2: <sighs> He's got a point.
1: Uh,
0: Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life. All right, whole
2: series <laughs> it is. You're back on. <laughs> You're back he's back on the menu, boys. You're
1: back in seed.
2: Um, trimmer seven is already being discussed, seven, and they're well, talking. A lot of about, things are being discussed, Mark. Well, I mean, Michael Gross is talking about it. Of course, it. He well isn't. then it's happening. <laughs> that shit's on the books.
1: Gross curse lifted. <laughs>
2: but they're they're talking about underwater trimmers. Aren't so those just fish? That's just kind of
0: what they're working on right now. If you now. put
1: a tremor in water, one, he's not underground. Two, he's just a fish. Fish just travel through water all the time.
0: <gasps> there's the crossover. It's bait for the Megalodon yeah, and the Meg. Oh, oh Tremors versus the Meg. Tremors versus the Meg. That's Tremornado. our next
1: crossover.
2: Tremor Nato. Oh man. Well, Bart, I hate you, John. I, I hate you. And I'm
0: we sorry. know sci-fi
1: owns this property, so <laughs> oh, ooh, everything you, about this hurts. This okay, is <laughs> the last Shark
2: Nato is this year, so there's going to be a, a big tornado-sized hole in their lineup. <laughs> well, you know what. <laughs> I just want to give out a shout out to a couple other worms. Um, really love them Dune worms and really love them Beetlejuice worms. Oh, you guys have any other worms. famous worms?
1: I mean, you you covered the two greatest worms of all times. Now, the, earthworm Jim, of course. Okay. Um, I I am a big fan of the Beetlejuice cartoon worms as well. Yeah, they, they talked in that one. They are great. Yeah, they really evolved Maybe. that character in the cartoon. Um,
0: the worm from uh, the Corpse Bride. That basically talked like
1: this. Oh, Not yeah. like I, that
0: sounded kind of Mexican, but it wasn't. It's supposed to be like what's his face from uh Casablanca. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. 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 He kind of sounds like that. That was a great worm. Okay. Also the uh the earthworm in James and the Giant Peach. Oh right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. It's a wormy worm world out there, people. That's
1: true. Lots of worm options if you're into worm uh films.
2: Do you guys know about any other famous worms that we might have missed? Hit us up on our social media and let us know.
0: Yeah. And actually, now you can also hit us up on the GraveTalk.com website. Oh, that's right. What's the web address? It's the Ooh, I just said it and I'll say it again. We're bonafide. So we actually do have a new website. Bonafide. and <laughs> <laughs> He's a suitor. Um, so yeah, we actually have a new website uh, that we put up. It's still a bit of a work in progress. We've got a few things coming up, but... Uh, you can go to it and we'll have posts. We'll have reviews. I believe, Mark, you have a, a great review of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space Blu-ray.
2: That's right. Special edition. Got all kind of goodies there. You can check out some images and my quick review of it. So go check it out.
0: Every episode we have there with the episode art, um, a little brief bio about each one of us with a, a picture. Uh, we're going to have some merch on there soon. We've got some, some cool t-shirt designs. If you've heard the Doom episode, we will have uh, San Demos High School football t-shirts as well as some Grave Talk t-shirts and um, maybe we can get away with it that Adam Scott shirt that we've referenced many times before Adam Scott please don't sue us but anyway so yeah thegravetalk.com you can go it's going to be like basically a hub for everything associated with us Um, links to our social media so check it out and if you like what you hear it has links to find us on any of the major um, podcast websites like iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher so yeah thegravetalk.com